Welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, presented by Roast House Pub and Idiom Brewing Company in Frederick, Maryland, as well as Havoc Brew Supply, the one-stop shop for all of your brewery's needs. Check them out at hophavoc.com. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today I am at G-Leaf in Frederick, Maryland to, I mean, we're, we'll talk about the company in general, but, but we're going to kick off talking about guessing what is even the biggest news in your world right now, at least for the time being, that... In Maryland, on July 1st, recreational use of cannabis as fully legalized. Uh, can you introduce yourself, gentlemen? Yeah, uh, uh, rec use, total surprise to me, for sure. <laughs> no. um, yeah, we're excited. So, yeah, my name is uh, Mike Goldstein. I'm the general manager here at uh, Frederick Wellness uh, G-Leaf. Hi, guys. My name is uh, Matt Jenner. I'm the regional marketing manager here at G-Leaf. So let's first talk... Well, it's funny that you like you sarcastically said you never saw that coming, but I I can't. I think whenever medical was passed, uh, a lot of people I talked to were like it'll be five years and then recreational because like like you could just see the the steps that were being taken to kind of right. ease people into the idea that. Uh, people would be allowed to smoke devil's lettuce and <laughs> without repercussions. And I think it was almost five years exactly from when medical, well, no, first it was decriminalized, then right. medical, now full legalization. That's right. So how, I, I would assume since you're able to sell July 1st, the full framework and everything has been laid out, which I am astonished that the Maryland legislature got that in, in the, it, it took some time. It took several repeats of, uh, you know, edits and modifications yeah, over and over again, but they like, finally got it. In the alcohol world, there's been plenty of times where something was passed, and then they slow walk it and extend it like a year or two before, like, a license is actually defined. Absolutely, and, yes. We were we were shocked that it actually is ending up being, you know, July 1st as the first day. You know, we were expecting more of a... You know, uh, more of a pause, <laughs> more, you know, more red tape that people were going to have to go through, but it looks like it really is going to happen. So we're ready for it. I think initially we were, we had a two year timeline. I think that the July of 2024, when we learned that, that recuse did pass, uh, I think that we were fully anticipating a 2024 launch. And then that really sped up in November, December of last year. Yeah. Um, and then by February, we were a hundred percent sure we were going to be, you know, dispensing cannabis recreationally come July. Maryland must be hungry for those tax no, dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So how um, how different do you have to operate on the recreational side versus the medicinal side? Because it, it I, I should have asked why you were giving me the tour. So I, that was helpful because it's cool to get an idea of how like physically you're going to be operating. So does everything have to be kept physically separate in order for us to operate as smoothly as we would like we we have really have no choice other other than to separate everything um what has to be legally separated are the rec use uh pos point of sale systems and the medical point of sale systems and or we need to give at least an hour's worth of time every day to to cater to just the medical side Okay. So we chose the the two different line sort of options. So we'll have three registers available to the medical side. We'll have the rest of the dispensary open to the rec side. Other operational changes 
we're no longer accepting just walk-in patients. Everything has to be a pre-order. Right. Even if you want to come in, try something for the first time, we're still going to give you an iPad. We're still going to have you in that pre-order situation. You're, you'll place the order and then we'll fill it. And then hopefully by the time we get to the sales floor, everything will be full. But that is all going to be brand new to us. As of right now, if you're a medical patient, you can come in, you can talk directly to the person who's at the point of sale system. They'll help you out with all of your questions, all of your cannabis needs, all of that, unfortunately, which I think is our bread and butter is G-Leaf. That's going to go away. We're going to really have to sort of scramble to figure out how to serve our patients the way that we want to serve them. So there won't be like right now where there's the sales floor and you can kind of just peruse. Correct. That, it's going to be a different system. You're going to have to pre-order, place your order in advance, either at home or here at the store. Okay. Um, and, and then you'll be able to go through and make the transaction on the sales floor. Uh, people who, you know, if you're a first-time user and, you know, not so sure, you know, there's still going to be plenty of opportunity to ask bud tenders, you know, ask people um, for help, you know, regarding products and things like that. So you know, there's no hesitation with, uh, you know, for rec users who are not used to cannabis products at all, um, you know, we're, we're here to help you. So in that waiting room area where you're where you're placing the order via iPad, you'll have like the same type of bud tenders that are in the sales area now yep. that just won't be physical products sitting there right in front of you. That's right. We're going to call them more of the concierge service. Okay. So people are just going to be wandering around helping. How are you doing? Like, you have any questions about the product? Have you any questions about how to order here? Like an Apple store. Apple store, exactly. That's what we're trying to be. <laughs> we're trying to take over as the Apple store in Maryland. Con- for concierge for now. We right. might we might call it triage, tree T R E E triage. That is good. That yeah. is good. <laughs> Keep the puns coming. Uh, I I feel like f- that someone who will be joining us later uh, wants to take co- full credit for that. She can have it. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a a. We're coming right up on Father's Day. That's like a A plus dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a dad joke, Mike Goldstein is your man. <laughs> um. So another thing I think a lot of people will be happy to hear because I and maybe you can speak to it more than I can because I'm just speaking slightly from personal uh, preference and what I hear from people. But a lot of people who don't have medical cards who might be still curious or wanting to legally acquire cannabis just don't want to be in that database right. of a of the of having a green card exactly so i like that what you had mentioned is it's actually against the law to retain any kind of information from a recreational customer the unless they sign up for newsletter or explicitly give you the information. Right. I mean, it's completely possible. If you are a new patient on the rec side and you want to stay anonymous, you can stay anonymous through the entire process. That's throughout the entire state. That, I, that I, I'm actually semi-shocked that, that that was like codified in law That because it's not even a, a G-Leaf policy. It's the mm-hmm. actual law. So mm-hmm. that, that was a nice surprise yeah (laughs) so can you and maybe it's not completely ironed out yet uh because it's still actually only 15 days from now or (laughs) 16 days from now um the process for a recreational customer what will it be like step by step uh if you're just walking in the dispensary here you're gonna check into the side of the building we're going to scan your id make sure you're 21 years of age or older uh so you'll need that government issued id driver's license passport something of the sort definitely 
Uh, from there, we're going to put you at an iPad. If you don't have a pre-order, we're going to put you at an iPad. You're going to pick out your products that you'd like to try. That's really what we'll have the concierge triage uh, employee. Triage. Yeah, the triage. <laughs> we got to start making shirts on that right away. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but they'll be floating around there to be available to those those rec users that really aren't sure what, what they want or, or you know, in some cases, we anticipate it's going to be 30, 40 years since the last time some of these people have tried cannabis products. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's changed a little bit since then. Yeah, just just a little <laughs> bit, just a little bit. We're a long ways away from making hash in your in your shoe sock, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be available. You'll, you'll place the pre-order. From there, we will put you in a line. We'll have stanchions set up in the back. Uh, we'll try our best to keep it organized. Uh, from there, you're going to go from the back of our dispensary to the front of the dispensary where you'll be put in the queue to actually purchase the products. And in that that time in between the pre-order and getting in that um, line to purchase the products, and the back will be pre-filling all of those orders. So in theory, you'll place your order and that order will meet you up front by the time you're ready to make that purchase. So is it... On July 1, when your website will open up for anyone to be able to purchase? Or, July or can 1, you do it beforehand like to schedule pickup on July 1? There might be an avenue where we choose June 30 to open up right. to the public um, and just have all pre-orders for July 1. I think that that would be a... That, that should be the yeah. way to go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we, we, we'd, have to, we'd have to look... Um, we'd have to... To confer with our compliance department to see if that that could even fly. Yeah, mm. yeah. How? Um, so it's you have to be twenty one, correct? Correct. To purchase recreationally, um, and there's no no provisions or anything for like an on site consumption. It's not like going to a bar and buying a beer. Not at this time. Not, not at this time. Okay. That's a different license. There is a medical cannabis consumption oh, lounge that's open That's open right now. Um, okay. But, but uh, I think, and I think that there are more that are, you know, definitely coming down the pike. But as of right now, we're just, you know, re remaining a dispensary where people can purchase product. Yeah. I've, I found it really interesting or I think it was a month or so ago where the Frederick police hosted a... Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, we actually had G-Leaf employees go to... Yeah, uh, I, I yes. saw <laughs> the, a, a couple cut lines It looks listed. pretty fun. It looks like, a, you know, it, it, definitely an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, our um, photographer that was there covering it, so it was just huh. like so stereotypically hilarious right. where there was just the table of all, all the, the pizzas, munchies right? and pizzas. <laughs> and <laughs> I did see the pictures. Yes, it was pretty stereotypical, but hopefully the cops got what they needed out of it. Yeah, provided by Frederick Police, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, taxpayer well, pizza. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and they, they paid for the cannabis too. I That's think. right. You had to bring your receipt, I believe, yeah. and they reimbursed you. Yeah, That's so right. It was, you, it bring was, your, you bring your own yeah. product, you bring your own cannabis, however you want to smoke it, and you can consume it there. And then they gave you driving tests and uh, cogn cognitive tests, right? Yeah. Uh, to, uh, uh, to see how, you know, how it would. Yeah, to be able to observe <laughs> to gauge, if someone right. is under the influence. That's right. I, I, it, I have to think it would be worth participating in that just to be able to say the Frederick Police purchased cannabis Weed for me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it it's, I actually, I found that also very refreshing too, because it shows like the Frederick police actually want to learn and Definitely. not like. 
they did a similar program. Not programming. the enemies of uh, absolutely. You know, they're we're trying to work together, work with the you know work with law enforcement. Absolutely, they did a similar program in Montgomery County last year, okay. um, where they did the, they did the same exact thing with Montgomery County Police, um, and, and you know it went it went equally as well. So I mean, uh, you know, we're trying to work together with law enforcement. We're not we're all on the same page here. So trying to be compliant and be nice and legal. So. Uh, you know, that hopefully more programs like that will come around across Maryland. Um, I would like to participate in them personally. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense because it's in it, it's it seems like from a legal framework and everything that it is just operating a, the same way as alcohol, which that is some will argue is much causes much worse impairment. <laughs> but <laughs> so it, it it's good to see the police treating it as such. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, on spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. So July 1, anyone can... Is is there no restrictions at all? As long as someone has a government ID, they're 21... They could pre-order on the website or walk right in and see a tree. That, that's right. They'll be able to come triage. in. And, right. It's a triage. The triage. <laughs> Trademark I, pending. Yeah. <laughs> I lost the. So there is going to be uh, one main difference uh, with with recreational users is that uh, they will not be able to access all the same uh, products that medical users will be able to okay. access. So the things like uh, concentrates for doing dabs, um, the stronger edibles. Uh, what else? Uh, things like. RSO, which has kind of always been on the cusp of an edible or a concentrate, very high potency, they won't be able to purchase. Um, is that is there a limit on how the, much they can purchase? Yeah, is that is that why the, those products aren't available? Or is no, that, they're trying to maintain those products strictly for medical. You know, they're more stronger products are for you know actual medical purposes. Okay. So they're trying to you know keep those really for for medical patients. Um, while but is that is that a, is that in law or is that, that 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 is the that, law. Okay, that, that is, is the law. law. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Um. Exactly. So and so, not all the same uh, products will be able to be uh, purchased. So I mean, if uh, if there's a recreational user who really wants to smoke concentrates, they you know I would have to go and say that they should go uh, you know get their medical card. Um. That'll be the easiest way for them to obtain uh, okay. concentrates for for smoking dabs. Right. And they're all be pulling from the same menu. So it's it's not like we're we're hiding products from the rec side or the medical side. It'll just be a note right. on whether or not Exactly, exactly. Uh and as far as like daily purchase at a dispensary, anybody can come up and buy uh an ounce and a half or the equivalent thereof um in vapes or edibles or whatever the case may be, but an ounce and a half of cannabis products a day um 
for every single rec patient. So, okay. Yep. But how how can you track that? Ha ha. <laughs> I won't tell. There we go. There we go. So I mean, so, because we're not legally allowed to capture yeah. patient info on the rec side, dispensaries cannot knowingly, which is a very important word. Yeah. Dispensaries cannot knowingly sell more than an ounce and a half of cannabis to the same person in the same day. Gotcha. So if I show up, you wait on me, mm-hmm. and I buy an ounce and a half, and I wait an hour, and I come back, and you wait on me again, there's a strong argument that you recognize me as someone that you just uh, the, sold. The, the, the cameras will prove <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Um, come in wearing the glasses with the nose on the mustache. Then that's, that's also the limit of what you're legally allowed to have on your person, too, right? That I am not sure. I'm not... Personally, I'm not carrying around a ton of weight. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's been it's been a decade right. since I've worried about something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think that's the Th- that the is right. The legal limit. Where, yeah. yeah, so be an ounce and a half for recreational pa- customers, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, medical patients have their own personal allotment that starts at 120 grams in the system. Um, that and that can be increased, um, you know, with their personal physician. Um, but uh, right, so the legal limit is your uh, is your allotment within the system. Oh, okay. But because but there is a cutoff though, like within the decriminalization, where if it's over amount, you could steal. Theoretically, I don't think there's been any cases. Right, right. Where I, they could charge you with distribution. Right. I think it would just be o- over an ounce and a half at okay. a time on your yeah. person. Right. Yeah, and keep your receipt. Keep your receipt definitely. <laughs> <laughs> keep it sealed up until you get home. That's my advice. How. How much of a business increase do you anticipate recreation bringing? We've talked about a four hundred percent increase. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's hard it's hard to fathom. Yeah, I mean the, we we are more than doubling our current staff. We are doubling the size of our product vault. Um, we are essentially doubling the amount of space that patients have to wait in. Um, and yeah, we are fully anticipating about a four hundred percent increase in business. So the 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 thought is that recreational uh, purchases will completely dwarf m- medicinal. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, there's at about first. A, yeah at, at first, but I mean, there's about one hundred and thirty thousand patients, give or take, registered in the state right now. There's about seven million people in the state of Maryland alone. Uh, yeah. If, even if ten percent of those people are <laughs> cannabis users, I mean that's seven hundred thousand people. <laughs> in uh, once in complete assumption, but I'm betting in Maryland with our concentration of federal employees, they're much more likely to, if they want some to be a recreational customer than becoming a medicinal customer, so that they're not in. Yeah, that absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. So Maryland probably is even more uniquely positioned to have higher uh, difference between medicinal and recreational. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. You, you would think, especially around the Beltway, we have another G Leaf location down in Rockville who would probably benefit more so. But we have, I mean, we have Fort Detrick right around the corner here yeah. as well. So I mean, yeah, there's there's government buildings everywhere. I mean, you're you're probably right in, in thinking that you know, I mean, you can shop anonymously, so why not? Why not try it? 
And we're also anticipating a large influx of customers from out of state. So people from Virginia, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, they're all yeah. able to come and make, make purchases as well, just like everybody else with their valid ID. So, you know, we're really uh, anticipating a, a line on the first week or so. <laughs> that, that was also another thing I was slightly surprised by, that they didn't have a stipulation that it had to be an in-state ID. Mm-hmm. Totally. You can because, go to any recreational state right now, California, Massachusetts, and you can yeah. make a purchase with, you know, your Maryland license or any, any of your valid IDs. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it, I mean, Maryland doesn't care. If they don't care. Bring, <laughs> yeah, if you bring your like, credit card, you yeah. know, they're ready to take your money, right? <laughs> yeah, just bring your money here <laughs> yeah, and right. we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> what happens after that absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. outside of our state lines <laughs> is your problem if right. you're not operating within. True, yes. <laughs> um, so I'd assume you guys are pretty excited, right? We're That's pretty a, excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're excited. We are. It's been a lot of planning going into this. You know, we're ready to see it all come to fruition in just in the next couple of weeks. So there's still a lot to do, but we're ready to get it done. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel, is it, do you think, is there anything on the recreation side that I've missed that I didn't ask about? I feel like we probably covered every aspect. I, I do think it's important for people to know that this is a cash only transaction and or ATM debit card transaction. You oh, okay. cannot come purchase with a credit card ever, anywhere. Right. So it's cash only or it's it's a card that comes straight out of your bank account. Um, just because it's federally. Yeah, so credit is still yeah, illegal. So, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's tough, tough to handle credit. So we're working on that. And I think one thing that we didn't bring up was actually the sales tax number that was actually going to be implemented for recreational sales purchases. Not, I, I would not be surprised if that went up between now and then. But right now it's nine percent. Nine percent. That is fair. So I come think shop early before it goes up. But yeah, I guess it's going it depends up. on what kind of deficit uh, Maryland is yeah, at their right. <laughs> is at the the budget process right now. If that <laughs> sneaks up, right? At all. How, how are the highways looking right now? We yeah. have potholes. Potholes. What's going on? <laughs> at least we didn't have a major overpass collapse, so we right. don't have that. Right, problem right. to address. Yes. Yeah, we. So the day before, we took that route. We went up to Jersey yes. last week to to scout at some wreck uh, dispensaries. We would just drive drove on that portion of ninety five yeah. just a couple of days yeah. before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That it's escape fate. Yeah, well, it's a good thing final destination. Could have been trapped a few days earlier. Yeah, could have been trapped in New Jersey. Yeah. I can't even imagine the mess that that is creating right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad I have no plans that involved going up that, t- that <laughs> I mean, way. you got to think it Time affects to take the, the entire Northeast. It does. I mean, yeah, yeah. it has to. Mm-hmm. Like that's. I mean, imagine if 95 South through Virginia, something God, happened that, to it. It's like, already it would, a mess. Yeah, right. That's yeah. A, like you, you get on that in the wrong time already, and you're sitting forever. I can't right. imagine if portion of it was unusable. And now right. everybody's going to be feeling toasty in their cars. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Everyone now can come here July 1st. Everyone's right. 21 plus. Please well, do. Sorry, not plus, everyone. Yeah. 21 plus. 21 plus. <laughs> uh, so that, I think that's actually an important <laughs> distinction. Can someone under 21 even enter the building? So like if someone has... that, I'd have to check the regulations. I know kids under 18 cannot enter the building. I know currently, medically speaking, you can bring your kid in who's, who's six and under. Okay. Um, that is going to go away. Because of the rec use. Yeah. Um, so I, anyone under 18 yeah, cannot enter. I, the- I, I think even if you are allowed to enter, I would imagine that it would be best practice to, to have yeah. them wait outside. Yeah. Um, and this is only half tongue in cheek because it becomes such a brewery debate. Uh, what about dogs? 
<laughs> we are already service dog only okay. for uh, yes. a, another reason. No, it's yeah. just funny. Like if you go go online, one uh, it's almost like discussing politics or religion. If you bring up uh, kids or animals in a brewery, like it's, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire. Totally, it's a very touchy subject. <laughs> All right. Well, I think then we've we've covered everything uh, recreation. So why don't we take a real quick pause? You can escape, Mike, and do whatever fun thing meeting, you have to do. Meeting. You know, I, <laughs> I got I got in this cannabis world because I thought it would be fun. This is the most corporate job that I've <laughs> ever had. So well, I would think, like, with the amount of just legal yeah. things you have yeah. to consider yeah. to. Yeah. not get the whole company shut down. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Every step, yeah. you got to watch your back. Absolutely. Yeah. It, 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 it's been eye-opening. But, I mean, honestly, it's created an opportunity for somebody like myself who wasn't ever going to be in this sort of corporate situation. So Same. so here I am. I can provide my that. family. I'm, I'm grateful to cannabis, and and I'm excited for rec use. And, uh, all right, I guess I'm, I'm going to sign out now. So, uh, all right. Yep. Thanks. thanks for joining. <laughs> Thank you. Great beer starts with great ingredients. At Havoc Brewing Supply, they offer a wide selection of premium hops, fruit purees, malt, cleaning supplies, and more. Their family-owned business is dedicated to helping you create the perfect beer. Havoc offers flexible contracts, lightning-fast shipping, and unrivaled customer service. Join the Havoc Brewing Supply family and elevate your brewing game. Shop small, brew big, grow together. Visit HavocBrewingSupply.com today to learn more. McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today, best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition, and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. All right, and now we are joined by Kristen Cousin, the corporate trainer, learning and development specialist, and uh, HR and jack of all trades. <laughs> HR at a cannabis company is probably interesting. Yep. Um, before I even got into cannabis, and I still do it now, but I was a, a full time mental health addictions therapist in the state okay. of Maryland. Um, and I, I do groups now, but obviously, it's my full time job. Um, and so coming into the cannabis industry, I'm thinking, you know, really like people want to help out. When I first got into the industry, I started at a dispensary and then came to G leaf working in cultivation where I wasn't working with people at all. And our, uh, our director of operations at the time, uh, knew that I had done counseling and taught a lot of classes and groups. And he's like, how would you like to, you know, train our staff? And I'm like, yeah, sure. That doesn't sound like a problem. Fast forward four and a half years later, I'm training all of our staff in all of our <laughs> states and all of our different locations, and it's it's taken off. It's a lot. It's not anything I expected I would ever do. So that that is a good segue into talking about G Leaf as a company because it's it's actually very very different than I thought it was. I didn't I didn't realize that it had actually started in Frederick. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I knew it was a larger company, but it's still, and maybe it's because of it started in Frederick. It still still feels kind of small, mm-hmm. not corporate stuffy like some other 
places I've talked to. Um, yeah. So can you give us a little history of a history lesson on G Leaf? Absolutely. Um, so our company was founded by two gentlemen, uh, Phil and Kevin Goldberg. They are brothers based out of Montgomery County. And um, back in 2014, they got wind that cannabis might be coming up and about in Maryland. And they started to do the footwork and the legwork of getting the application set up, buildings picked out, uh, people put in place, et cetera. And when, um, when they got their application approved in 2016, and started to staff up and um, build out the building because we just got the cultivation in 2016. We had nothing else then. Um, there was about maybe 10 or so people that worked there. When I came aboard um, in 2018, uh, there might have been about 40 people there. Uh, we put our first plants in the ground in August 2017, had our first harvest in December of 2018. And since then, you fast forward about five to six years later, we are now in four states. We have multiple operations in each of those states, two dispensaries in Maryland, a kitchen, a lab, a corporate office, a cultivation in Maryland. In uh, 2019, we took it to Pennsylvania in Saxton, and we have a very large cultivation and lab there in um uh, also in 2018-19, we have a dispensary or opened a dispensary in Ohio. And then our latest venture is Virginia, where in 2019 and 20, we uh, were granted a license and started to build out um, all of our facilities in Richmond. So we have a cultivation, a lab, a kitchen, offices, and four dispensaries in the state of uh, Virginia, and we're continuing to build out more. So Pennsylvania and Ohio, those are medicinal only, correct? Yes. And right. Virginia is fully legal. Virginia's legal, but it's it's interesting. So the dispensaries are for medicinal people only. Okay. They kind of have a DC style where like you people can grow their own, but you can't gift it. You can't necessarily sell it. Like it's supposed to be just for you. Okay. But you can have up to six plants. But a, a person without a medical license cannot enter our dispensary. Okay. To purchase product. So Maryland as of next month is the only place that G leaf will be able to operate in the recreation framework. That's right. Yes. So that's a, a good, good trial run for Pennsylvania, Ohio and Virginia. Inevitably also become recreationally legal. Yep. And I was just in Ohio a couple of weeks ago and um, the last couple of times I'd been there, I'm like, have you had any movement? Is there any discussion about rec being on any ballots and, this past uh, time I went, they said it is going to be on the ballot for November for them. So hopefully they get a lot more <laughs> signatures and votes that they need because the governor is really pushing against it. So oh, really? okay. yeah, let's oh. let's hope for Ohio. Yeah, Ohio's that like a politically weird state. So is Pennsylvania. Yeah, where it's like, and so is Virginia. Like we yeah. did not expect to get Virginia as a Commonwealth to go uh, adult use, and it did. Yeah, because all all three of those states have like areas that are very very conservative or very very liberal, right? Like, Absolutely, then, like a, kind of a fading in between the centers, <laughs> but they're, they're diametrically opposed in. At different areas of the states. It's really true. Yes, absolutely. In those states, yeah, that's yeah, that's why it's in the center of so many political, you know, hot topics right now. All, all both of those states, uh, PA and Ohio, 
Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. If we could all just come together and agree <laughs> on cannabis, I That's think the I'm world saying. would be a better place. That's what I'm trying to get the, the word world, out. The world, the state, your county, <laughs> everything. Now, if I remember correctly, anything that you sell has to be produced within the state. Correct. correct. Yes. Okay. There is no interstate commerce at this time. Yeah, because then someone could step in and <laughs> enact laws that absolutely um so i think i believe g leaf is the first company i've talked to where you operate in all three tiers of the system too which i think was that hard for them to do or is it just simply of being able to fit fill whatever the the requirements are for each level of license? I mean, it, it's always a challenge to uh, to make sure that you've got all your licenses in order, all your paperwork in order, your regs, everyone's hired, everyone's tra- trained correctly. But we call that vertical integration when you've got lic- all three licenses to yeah. be able to basically produce, create, and serve and feed yourself before you serve and feed everyone else. So was it difficult? I imagine that it definitely yeah, it was. Would. Yeah, it's it's always a challenge to build out these businesses. I mean, I would think if it was easy, everyone would be doing Absolutely. it. Because, exactly. Because it's it was so, cheap. <laughs> are, do you know if there are rules for like your cult, the cultivation side of the business where can are you required to not give G-Leaf preferential treatment on providing product or does that not matter? I mean, we like, do you have to put, does G leaf sell? Well, actually does G leaf, do, do other dispensaries sell G leaf? G leaf. Absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah. So is there anything that requires G leaf to not give G leaf preferential treatment for selling to as a dispensary in the new policy? There is a clause. I, I don't want to remember. I, I can't really remember the, the exact percentage, um, but there is an amount uh, that is spe- specifically designated that has to be sold wholesale to other companies. Okay. Yes. Um, I just can't remember. I want to say maybe 25 percent, um, okay. but don't quote me on that. It is in the policy um, that has been changed multiple times. So I'm sure that that number has changed multiple times itself. Um, I'll have to get back to you on that one. But there is there is a, an amount. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought there probably would be since there there are only so many licenses in Maryland. You can only source from within Maryland that they would like a, a small dispensary opens could start yelling, well, I can't purchase right. G leaf product because they sell it all to themselves. You know, that. those politicians yeah. trying to make it fair yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for whoever they want to win. Exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so are, are those, so I would assume like each one has to be operated as its own separate business. So like, yes. So G do they have separate names? Like what are the official names of each? So here where we are right now, we're in the Frederick dispensary. It is wellness solutions okay. or uh, wellness Institute of Maryland. Um, I think Rockville is Sugarloaf enterprises. Um, our uh, cultivation, green leaf medical, and you've got green leaf extracts. Okay. So yeah, everything's under a different business name, but in right. different entity, but we're all like, yeah, all family. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do, does G leaf, what it, I already forgot the names, the cultivator. Yes. Is that just cannabis or do you do hemp also? No, we are just doing 
cannabis THC. We do have some flower over there that has more CBD or priority CBD over THC. Okay, so you're able... So then the green leaf extract... Did I get that right? Yes. That's, yes. yes. One, <laughs> one point for me. Yes. Um, uh, so do, do they make CBD products or just... They will make higher CBD products, but not not strictly CBD okay. or like a like a broad or a selective spectrum. Okay, yeah. Like Kristen was saying, we do have one as G Leaf. We have one specific strain called Painkiller XL, which is our CBD dominant strain, and then that strain is so, is sold in multiple forms in pre rolls and in eights, you know, in ounce packs, um, but also in vape pens. Uh, you know, CBD is edibles. The, edibles, absolutely. Um, so, you know, CBD is non-psychoactive. You know, it's going to give you the yeah. anxiety uh, relief, the pain relief, the, you know, s the sleep that you're looking for. Um, I take CBD gummies every night. Absolutely. You can get them at 7-Eleven, <laughs> but, you know, those are, those are kind of like the the, the, the candy-coated brands. Um, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, so I <laughs> buy the Caviar Golds. There you nice. Go. Respect. <laughs> gummies. Yeah, I would, I would, I would actually very strongly urge against buying all of your uh, CBD and/or any analogs or derivatives, Delta Eight, Delta Tens, uh, from like Seven Eleven stores and things like that. I've right. heard that. I, before I advise too, against it. Right. None of it's. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting. You don't know what you're getting. It's you not, what you're getting. So it's not regulated. You can purchase a lot of that packaging literally anywhere and put anything. Whatever in you it. want in it. That's right. You never know where it's being created. It can be created in a lab. It can be created in somebody's bathroom while they're creating other things. You know, <laughs> you just don't know. And I'd rather purchase my product from somewhere where I know it's getting third party tested. Nothing in the Maryland can be sold in any dispensary without it being third-party tested by a lab. Right. Every product that you purchase in our dispensaries will have a full analysis. You'll see every yeah. cannabinoid, every you know terpene, everything that you you know all the uh, information is going to be right on the label for you. Yeah, that that those were the first times I ever did mail order because I felt like caviar gold could be trusted. Right. Um, but any other CBD I ever got was like directly from like from Wander downtown or Fingerboard um, Farms is great. Yeah. There, I can't remember the name of the company. That it was the first. It was, so the Frederick News Post parent company also owns Mother Earth News. Okay. And we used to have the Mother Earth News Fair at the Frederick Fairgrounds. Nice. And the first year that we hosted that, Uncapped had the Beer and Spirits Hall. So I was there all day, and I walked by this company that was a CBD company and they just asked me if I wanted to try some and I did. And I felt so much better afterwards. That's awesome. Like a true believer in CBD. Um, so I'm a fan. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone thinks like CBD is the, is not the answer, but in reality, a lot of what you're looking for to probably treat your ailment, whether it is trying to get awake, maybe help falling asleep, Inflammation issues, that's pain what, I mean, issues, that's what I take sleep it for, issues. My CBD is the answer. THC is great. Please don't get me wrong. Yeah. You mix the two together and you get that thing called the entourage effect. You're going to be golden. And all of this information that I'm saying is available. But when you come into our stores and you start talking to our triage people <laughs> <laughs> or our concierge, um, they're going to be in line and they're going to be answering these questions for you and talking to you about this. So it's not like you're popping in getting in line, getting product and heading out unless that's your prerogative. You will be able to or ask questions to our staff and they are so knowledgeable in answering that stuff. Is that, well, I guess um, 
that that falls on you yeah. to make sure that they are <laughs> surprising that everybody just <laughs> that is so well trained. Wow! <laughs> Shout out to the University of Maryland Baltimore School of Pharmacy, man, uh, Masters in Medical Cannabis and Science and Therapeutics. That's that program right. was fantastic. Thank you, uh, Dr. Lewis. <laughs> Thank you, Master. So when uh, so it was 2018, the first plants were harvested. Is that the right year? 2017. No, so December. So yep. I, come on. I was like around. I know. You're good. You're doing good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, when did uh, the dispensary open? So the dispensary opened in 2017. However, G-Leaf did not take over management of this dispensary until 2019. Right. This building was originally called Wellness Solutions, and then G-Leaf oh, okay. took over, and now it's called G-Leaf Wellness. Yes. Okay. That's essentially how it happened. So they purchased the original company that owned... Correct. Okay. We entered a management agreement and then completed Absorbed. the purchase. <laughs> Absorbed. <laughs> how long has G-Leaf Extracts been... In G- uh, G leaf extracts has been a thing, I believe, since 2018. Also, we got that license from somebody else as well. Okay, picked it up. Um, as Matt had previously mentioned, it was in Bishopville, Maryland, in this very small, random, at an, in the middle of nowhere industrial park, uh, and we had the opportunity to move it here in Frederick, and so we did. So why did why did they choose Frederick? Being Montgomery County people, why did they choose Frederick as the home base for their business? I think opportunity with the buildings. Okay. Um, and I'm sure, it's a lot cheaper to operate yeah, out of Frederick. Yeah. Than yeah too. Um, <laughs> and we found a building that just had the the room uh, that we needed for the grow rooms and okay. such, and you know we started there. Um, what what's their background? Who's the founders um well phil and kevin are both lawyers uh phil is an entrepreneur i have never met anyone who has as many ideas as that guy does (laughs) i swear absolutely ever and it was funny we did an orientation um on Monday with a lot of our new staff that we just hired in anticipation for July 1st. And Steve came in and uh, gave a little background about himself and about a little bit about the company. And he was talking about Phil and, you know, Phil has an idea every six seconds and it's true. And we're working (laughs) on every idea that this guy comes up with. I mean, he is just a monster when it comes to that. And Kevin is an active lawyer in Montgomery County. Okay. uh, With Finnegan, I believe Finnegan and Goldberg Goldberg and Finnegan. Yes. So uh, he he still has his law firm, his law practice. He does that while he's doing this. Um, so is he the only one of the two that are still lawyering? Or is I, the, I, I believe, I believe so. so. Kevin's yeah. also the chief lead counsel of G Leaf as well. So he's okay. doing all the legal. So you know, he's lawyer, lawyering for here. Correct. And, yes. coming, and coming up with the ideas. He lawyers all over the place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that probably um, comes in very handy for a company that's has to make sure that it's operating right having those two backgrounds having the law background and you know phil's you know entrepreneurial yeah. and marketing backgrounds you know working together really gave birth to g leaf and you know kind of made it what it is today uh, yeah and one thing that we really take pride in is that we are we our foundation is based on compliance like we are going to do this and we're going to do this right we we know that cannabis can be a volatile situation yeah. when people do it incorrectly you get on the mca's website or the mmcc's website and you can look up all of the um, you know orders that have been issued to people who have made mistakes and done things incorrectly, we are not going to be one of those people. So 
based on compliance. We have a foundation on compliance and we take a lot of pride in that. Yeah. And any, any business that is a regulated business, if you're not worried about that, it's not probably going to be around very long. Right. <laughs> right. If, if you're not if you're not operating within the framework that you've been told <laughs> to operate in. Absolutely. I mean, a recent story, just look up Cookies Baltimore. I, if uh, I don't want to go into too much detail, but just look up Cookies Baltimore and you'll see an exact story that uh, exactly what we're talking about. Is that a dispensary? Yes, yes, yep. yes. Walked a, out of line. Essentially on their on their opening day. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and they were permanently shut down. They, they probably should have yeah. looked into. Yeah, that I mean, that's. That's probably another thing too. Like, you mess up and you hold a liquor license. Yeah, I feel like you're given a few strikes. But like, because you said like the volatile opinions and things of cannabis, they're probably like, like you know, you've been warned. You get one strike and you're Absolutely. out. Absolutely, and and this is not a you know ten thousand dollar fine. This is like a. $500,000, $300,000 license that you yeah, just kind of right. blew, not to mention people's jobs, yeah. uh, all of the overhead, the build out, everything that you might've had to do to get that in place is now gone. We will never put ourselves in that kind of jeopardy. Everyone in this company, the owners, the founders, the investors, there's too many stakeholders at risk to do something silly yeah. like that. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not a company you could just or a business that you can just willy-nilly <laughs> decide to do things. Totally. Um, what sort of products does Extracts make? All what? products. So we have your your basic, you know, your shatters, your butters, your um, sugar, sugar, RSO, diamonds and sauce. We crumble. have crumble. We have uh, low dose edibles of ten milligrams in all flavors. We've got high dose edibles of forty milligrams. We have now put out some infused pre rolls. We're going to be having some new flavors of our um, edibles coming down the pike here pretty soon. And the lab also puts out all of our vape pens. So we have a huge selection of uh, G Leaf brand vape pens, and then also the Bulldog uh, brand vape pens, which are also made in our lab. Um, you know, there's 30 to 40 of those at any given time. Yeah. Uh, and so there's you know a huge selection that we've got. There's typically around 500 products at our stores at any one time. Oh, uh, wow. from, from, exactly. Yeah. So from from all the different categories, we have you know all kinds of flower. So Topicals, basically, dangerous. however you want to consume it, we've got it for G you. Leaf can help you with <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> There's one thing that you need to take away from this podcast. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can stop now. <laughs> we're going. We're going. <laughs> um, do you do you do any kind of seltzers or anything like that, or is that not? Uh, I mean, that that's a I guess probably a much more complicated. As G Leaf, we don't have any drinkables right now, but okay. we do sell drinkables from another company that are available at our stores called, okay. uh, called Dixie Elixirs. They're actually pretty tasty. Uh, you know, uh, they're sold in 100 uh, mg's per bottle or 200 mg's per bottle for the experts. Um, yeah, <laughs> four different flavors. They actually taste really good. So, um, yeah, but I believe that G Leaf is also in uh, you know trying to come up with drinks as well. Yeah, and we have the vibrations too that are Correct. sold that are the powdered packs that are 10, mil 10 milligrams of THC. And then they'll also have caffeine That's in right. them too. Those They're are in little good. packs, like a like a crystal light. Yeah, like a exactly. four loco for cannabis. A four loco. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully not. Oh my god. Oh gosh, that's a that's a. I, I sense a violation somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. No comment. No. Well, I'm sure that's a tightly regulated combination of what the, the you two. know we've been in talks with without with beer companies with mm -hmm. breweries trying to create a non 
alcohol, THC beer, or an alcoholic beer that has no THC but uses uh, terpenes, terpenes from different cannabis uh, strains. So you know, you'll have some more like lemony, you know, more yeah. lemony flavored beers, well, or more like danky flavored beers, I guess. But you know, we haven't really had too much movement on that yet. But you know, it's definitely a good idea that we're looking uh, down the pike. I've had a lot of really bad beers that <laughs> Me have used terpenes. Okay, because um, the. The dosing instructions given by the suppliers are typically way off. Yeah. <laughs> They're way, way higher right. than they yeah, should absolutely. be. It does not taste good. So are you, Chris, are you a, a hoppy kind of beer yeah. drinker, an ipa -er? Yeah. So humulene is the major terpene that you're going to find in hops, which is why we like hoppy beer so much and why we love cannabis so much too. Okay. Cannabis and hops are actually cousins and like, thousands and thousands of years ago, they got divorced. <laughs> Hops got to go towards beer and make our spirits and cannabis got to keep cannabinoids and terpenes and now make us our cannabis, which gives us our psychoactive feelings. Yeah, I've, um, I've been told, I, I had someone on, it was a professor at, he's a professor at Mount St. Mary's mm -hmm. uh, and he teaches chemistry and he uses brewing as there you go. one of his classes. And he had said like all the money funneling into cannabis research has greatly uh advanced also hop cultivation and knowledge and processing because there's just so much more money in cannabis but and they're <laughs> right. so intertwined yep. absolutely like they're the, extremely the, related the yeah they're mm -hmm. extremely related mm -hmm. so a lot of the stuff that's learned on the cannabis side is directly applicable to hops well i know you see hops a lot in beer and we know what you know beer is yeah I anticipate cannabis taking a little bit of a left turn and instead of us using it more in a medicinal way where we're smoking and using to address pain, inflammation, things like that, I have a feeling it's going to take a more of a nutrient supplement, vitamin type way where people are consuming specific cannabinoids and terpenes to address you know, mal deficiencies in that area okay. rather than consuming it the way that we do now. So something to kind of plan for, I think, in the future um, and keeping your eye out for that. Once like is, there's more and more learned about yep. the effects of the individual cannabinoids and being able to isolate those strains and... Absolutely. Hopefully I used all the right terms. You did. You stupid. did. You sounded so professional right, <laughs> right. there. In fact, you are you job? looking for a yeah. job? Yeah. Uh, let's, let's start after one now. <laughs> we are hiring here at the Chill right. Leaf. Um, is there, are there plans for any other additional stores or right now is it just let's let's get through this and then see what we need to do? Well, in the uh, in the spirit of probably Phil Goldberg, I'm going to say uh, full speed ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my thousands of ideas. Oh, I'm sure we are not done. Um, there's always plans for us to expand. Uh, we are currently completing a merger with Columbia Care right now who has a small footprint in Maryland. They are only one store in Chevy Chase, Maryland, but they have a ginormous footprint across the country. Okay. Oh, yeah, from Massachusetts um, all the way down to Florida, all the way to Colorado, California, and everywhere in between. So I, that's going to be huge for us. So that instantly gets you into that's right. all those other states. Yep. That's right. So you'll find exactly you'll find a lot of the similar products, a lot of similar brands uh, between those two stores, the Columbia Care stores, which are also called Cannabis with a T on the end. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> and, uh, and the G Leaf stores. So, yes. I can't remember what name I said to our the editor, Lauren. 
of 72 hours. It's just like these cannabis companies and their puns. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't G Leaf that she was calling it because that, like, that's not really punny at I all. I think we milked triage for all it's worth. I don't yeah. even know if we can use yeah. it anymore. <laughs> you probably have. It's funny. There's a, there, I mean, yeah. There, there's so many puns out there. I really wanted to do for, you know, October, Breast Cancer Month, um, Dubes for Boobs. <laughs> that would be great. We'll save that. We'll bring that up at the next marketing yeah. meeting. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> what is the number one selling segment or like the uh, delivery method? Is it flour, edibles? Flour by far. Actually, okay. it takes up about mm -hmm. half of all the total sales, uh, both of the stores. And then the rest, of, you know, the other 50% pretty much is all the other categories combined. So definitely flour and pre-rolls together. Seems like so much more work. Like an edible you just pop in your mouth. and. But you got to remember the cannabis culture. That's true. There's yeah. the, the, the pomp and circumstance around. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Everyone is, I mean, people have been smoking cannabis since the dawn of time. Yeah. And I think that that culture and that method of consumption has just traveled. That makes sense. And it's evolved. I mean, my goodness, people were smoking out of like little coconuts yeah. Now you've got contraptions. All you got to do is push a button and take a, a, a swig of a sip of a smoke and you're good to go. <laughs> is that the Puffco? I mean, Puffco, there's the a, one I'm familiar with. a fabulous contraption that uh, Matthew over here is very familiar with called the Randy. <laughs> the Randy's Louvre. Randy's Louvre. Yes, it is a brilliant, it is a brilliant <laughs> device contraption. <laughs> Highly recommended. I do not work for them. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much, uh, so much money pouring into the segment in general that like, advancement, advancements across the board are being made. Absolutely, there's so many new te technological pieces. You know, for smoking dabs, for smoking flour, for all kinds of things. You know, we have all kinds of products and accessories uh, at both of our stores that people can buy. You know, we're getting more and more uh, technologically advanced here. We have all kinds of Puffco Peaks, exactly like you said, Chris. Um, trying to bring in, you know, there's uh, turpometers and you know different dab tools and things like that. So there's just so much coming out. I actually recently, I can't remember the name of the uh, company, but they had sent me an email asking if, if I was interested in trying out their, I mean, it was basically like an advanced toilet paper roll with uh, dryer sheets stuffed into it. Yeah. I think it's called <laughs> like, a sploof. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but I can't remember what the name of the company was. Was it like, a smoke buddy? That may have been that may have been the brand. Yeah. Smoke Buddy <laughs> has come out with the the bougie toilet paper dryer sheet contraption. Yeah. That um, takes me back. Yeah. Multiple colors, <laughs> multiple sizes, fits in your pocket, travel size. <laughs> it's very nice, very convenient. Yeah. It works. <laughs> that and I've mentioned this multiple times in the on this podcast like the first time i went to maine it's obvious no one there uses them because that entire state yeah. smells like weed yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so does maryland have the law that you can you can only can like if you purchase something in maryland you have to consume it in maryland it can't be taken out of the state because Te yeah, yes. technically you should not be taking your your consumable cross state products. lines. Yeah, that is then, right. Yeah, because yeah, that was just also when I was up there recently. I remember like instantly every Instagram ad I felt like was sponsored by the state of Maine, telling me not to take. <laughs> <laughs> Do not travel out right. of state yeah. with this. I'm sure you're going to see a lot of more advertisements like that in Maryland coming mm -hmm. up in magazines and all over yeah. the place. So it, it is true. Unfortunately, as of right now, <laughs> you cannot travel interstate. Um, so you're having like a 
kind of a party here on the first, right? Yes, we're gonna have so we're gonna have you know all kinds of swag and giveaways happening. uh, You know, discounts for the uh, medical patients, um, and you know, it's just gonna gonna be a a lively atmosphere overall. Still putting together the final touches on what exactly is gonna be going on, but it's it's gonna be big. So absolutely, come on by. How many people do you anticipate are gonna be here? I mean, that's Mm. gotta be impossible to even guess. But I I, I would have to say it's impossible to guess right now. Like Mike said before, you know, we're expecting you know a lot, three to four hundred increase in sales (laughs) percent. Um, so uh, a lot, a lot. (laughs) It will be an all hands on deck day. Right. Weekend, actually, probably. And it is on a Saturday, and it is right before July Fourth, so we're really anticipating, like you know, getting hit hard, stocking up. Exactly. And actually, it's funny you say that. Even the MCA, the Maryland Cannabis Association, they even sent out an email a couple days Mm -hmm. ago to medical patients, telling them, "Get your stuff now, stock stock up up now, because the weekend of July first, it will mostly be a lot of adult use rec patients coming in these stores." We're fully expecting to sell out, you know, over the weekends. Yeah. Is there? I I think I was told. Like early on, at least the framework, there was a talk that there would have to be prior prioritization for medicinal customers. Is that still? Did that make it into the final? I think the I think the prioritization, which is a great word to say this at this time of day, <laughs> um, just comes with making sure that there's a designated way for them to get their medicine okay. and that there's not going to be any confliction with the rec patients. Like you don't have right. to hold a certain amount of product for medicinal only. Although I guess if they I imagine, have to, if they're, if they're using a higher dosage amount, then right. that I believe is, that's part of the reason also why not all the products will be allowed to, to be bought by the okay. rec pa- yes. patients, be, cu- customers. Sorry, I'm doing it again. Um, uh, but, Right, because they are trying to save, you know, the the real medicinal strong concentrates and things like that for uh, the people the people who actually need it, and uh, you know, and flour is is easier to produce, and you know, we have much more of it uh, in stock. So yeah. we're basically the patients will be able to buy uh, what we have in, in stock, you know, m- most in bulk. Okay, that kind of made sense at the end there. <laughs> oh, I th- is there anything about G Leaf that I missed that you want to make sure everyone's aware of? beyond you make and sell everything i mean you can just check out everything that we've got at our stores at www.gleaf.com and just click on maryland you can visit both of our locations at frederick or rockville view both of the menus see all the products that we've got and then you can make your own personal decision if you think that becoming a medical patient is best for you um if you're not looking forward to paying that extra tax either um and if you want to like you know access all the all the uh, products like we've been saying so i mean it's definitely a great opportunity right now if you uh you know you can apply right now online to get your uh, medical card you should be you know get should be getting it just around uh you know uh july 1st maybe second or third week of july um so it really now is a great time to become a medical patient if you uh, choose to do so otherwise uh, we look forward to seeing you as a rec customer uh, at one of our g leaf locations absolutely and we are also hiring so please check out our website www.gleaf.com go to the careers page and not only not only are we hiring in the state of maryland but we will also be hiring in our other states as well so keep an eye out for that and we are a vibe guys come and check us out <laughs> rockville uh, Frederick, and uh, we look forward to serving you and giving you the best experience here. Do you have time to answer some intentionally stupid questions? Love stupid <laughs> questions are my favorite. Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Definitely a pirate. That is the huh. correct answer. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. And I am a ninja, but I I will go to the pirate. I like you better already. Thank you. <laughs> Damn. You were going to answer that wrong, weren't I you? I was. I was. Yeah, yeah. I'm going ninja. I mean, I would hide. And then, I, you know, it's, it's all about the sneak attacks for me. 
You're wrong. Damn. Uh, <laughs> does pineapple belong on pizza? No. I'm, that is correct. I'm, I'm, I'm no also. <laughs> Good. You don't want to get too wrong. No. Not in a row. What's the strangest purchase you've ever made? Cannabis or anything? Anything. Give me a second. I know I've made some weird things. <laughs> I've bought some weird things. I, I have definitely bought some weird things. I... <laughs> Um, trying to think of like the appropriate weird right. things. <laughs> um, I gosh, I don't, I can't. There, I bought a a rug when I was uh, <laughs> I was in Morocco and I was wandering around alone. I was maybe like seventeen and I was wandering around, and then a group of men and women came and surrounded me, started smoking cigarettes, and forced me to buy this uh, rug in the middle of nowhere. I was with a group of <laughs> classmates. <laughs> Do you still have the rug? I think it's at my mom's house. <laughs> so are you that, asking? So that that was my strangest thing I've ever bought. I would have to say. I, I would say the item isn't exactly strange. Just but the situation the purchase, itself. Yeah, yes, the situation leapfrogs it into yeah. the realm of strange. A D, all of the above. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just go with that. Yeah, uh, we'll, Matt gets that one. <laughs> What is the worst fashion decision you've ever made? It wasn't me. It was my mother <laughs> and my father at points. Um, for some reason in high school, they didn't want me to exist or to be alive. They wanted me to be bullied. So my mother dressed me in turtlenecks, vests, and the leggings that have the straps on the bottom. Yeah. And scrunchies. Can't forget scrunchies. That was literally the worst fashion time. And my bowl cut when I was a young wow. child where you couldn't tell if I was a girl or a boy. That was really... Wow. Do you have those photos? I do, actually. <laughs> Let's put those up on the podcast. I, I, may, I may or may not be able to send them to you. <laughs> wow. That's a hell of a look. It was terrible. See, my kids have some crazy looks, but I mean, we just let them wear whatever the right. hell they want. Like my six year or seven will like walk into the room and I'll be like, that's what you want to wear today? She's like, yeah, I look great. Like, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. That's I what think, we're doing. I think I started to play sports so I could wear uniforms so my mother would <laughs> not be able to dress me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> She's listening to this now. She's like, love you, mom. <laughs> Kisses. See you soon. <laughs> what is the best excuse you have for being late that you've ever heard or used? Oh, my God. That I've ever heard. <laughs> I've heard one. I heard a good one recently. <laughs> I mean, I had one recently. <laughs> I, 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 I had one that was someone was trying to come meet me uh, for an event for work. And then the person passed out uh, after pre-gaming too much. <laughs> and then did not let me know that that person was not coming to the event anymore. And then I was wondering around where, where is that person? And then I found out several hours later that they passed out by, uh, by pre-gaming. I, uh, I was actually on my way to uh, our Richmond facility to go train a bunch of uh, new staff for orientation and got halfway there to Aquia or whatever that exit is and got the wretched stomach bug that everyone has been having in Frederick. Um, and it took me out for about a week. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I, I exorcist vomited all over my car and oh. had <laughs> to burn it. It wasn't even... <laughs> It wasn't a like, oh, let me just wipe it away situation. It was I had to go to a vacuum 
Oh. And then I and I had to do all that on the way home and then suffer for that hour and a half drive. It was terrible. That is a good excuse. That was horrible. <laughs> that has never happened to me before. And I pray to God it never happens again. <laughs> Glad you're feeling better now. Thank you, Matt. If you could have a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Mm, aside from weed. Or money. <laughs> or money. Hoodies and sushi. And time with my dog and my girlfriend. Those are good answers. I would say uh, concert tickets. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> concert tickets with Matt. Matt's actually my my music manager, concert goer. <laughs> I, was, I worked in the live music industry before okay. working in the cannabis industry. So that was what I was uh, yeah. What's doing prior to this. What's the best recent concert you've been to? Mm. I actually flew out to L.A. for a crazy uh, festival called uh, Just Like Heaven Festival. But I also, what did we go to see recently? Placebo. Placebo was amazing. They're a band from uh, out in Europe, the UK. Uh, who else have we seen? Oh my gosh, uh, Alt J came. Yes, um, a very interesting Nirvana cover band. Mm -hmm. The Daft Punk cover band was also very interesting. Uh, unique, <laughs> unique experience. Oh, the Brit Floyd show. That was a cover band of Pink Floyd. They're doing the 50th anniversary of the Dark Side of the Moon album, which. Big fan, so yes, that was that was insane. Actually, really, I crazy. saw Pink Floyd on the Division Bell tour. Nice, I, I saw Pink Floyd, what, Roger Waters, uh, and Pink Floyd in 2016, uh, the Desert Trip Festival nice. in LA. What's the worst concert you've ever attended? Maybe that Daft Punk Yeah, that was a little curious. Um, but honestly, so I had a friend tell me once. I told him I was going to go see Offspring. He said they put on the absolute war. They sound terrible at a show. <laughs> went and saw them he was not wrong they sound <laughs> awful but you know every single song so it doesn't matter yeah, you you're singing you don't really need them not at the all <laughs> i just need you to provide the music and we're yeah, just right. there singing along with you <laughs> what's your go-to breakfast cereal and why fruity pebbles because i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going cocoa crisp i mean cookie crisp sorry Ooh. cookie crisp uh, no, no reason because why I like cookies because cookie? I like cookies. Yeah, because I'm a snack. I don't know. You're a snack. <laughs> cinnamon toast crunch is the best. Love cinnamon mm. toast. Do French you know they crunch. make cookies? So uh, I will get I this. Did not know they that. make cookies and like a cake. I will get all of that and make infused cinnamon toast crunch cookies. That sounds good. Call uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. They are really I, awesome. They, I like the Dolce de Leche mm -hmm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm -hmm. mm. Those are amazing. <laughs> What's your go-to excuse to get out of plans? My dog is sick. <laughs> I, f I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that, does that randomly happen to yeah, you a lot? It does. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god go ahead <laughs> i mean literally every and i was um i was dancing at the river once and i i did a little plie in the sand because i'm really weird and i came down on my knee and a couple weeks later knee surgery <laughs> one night That's a bad one <laughs> <laughs> one night coming home from a night out in dc this is a long long time ago now but uh i was dared as we were going back down into the metro dare to uh, get down get jump hoist myself up onto the divider in between the two escalators and walk down in between the two escalators 
And so like a genius, I decided to do that. And so I got up between the two uh, escalators and I started to walk and something made me trip. And I basically fell and rolled all the way down, all the way down uh, that divider of the escalator as I was like trying to protect myself and like my head. Um, I ended up basically uh, snapping my finger, not off, but it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I did have surgery uh, and some uh, occupational therapy after that. Nice. Good to go now though. Yay. Never tell. Awesome. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting, it's the first time I've asked that new stupid question I've added to my list. Yay. I was not expecting both answers to end in surgery. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so congratulations Hard on the right place for injuries. You setting yeah. a high bar yeah. for that. <laughs> go hard or go home. Is Nickelback a good band? No. <laughs> God. Oh, so Enemy of the State was their only good album. And I... You know the names of the album. I don't even know. Well, that's because it's the only one that was decent. Like, Look at this photograph. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what two songs they were, but there, there was a radio station in Pittsburgh. That's where I grew up. That oh. had... Um, two Nickelback songs. If you went onto their website, playing at the same time, and the at the top of the page, it just said, "Do you really think we wouldn't notice?" Because like it was it's the same. Yeah, it was basically just <laughs> the same. <laughs> like they I've had them lined thing. up it was perfectly like a, with like Katy Perry or something. I've seen a similar yeah. thing. It's all the same music. It's all the same beat. Mm. Um, I think we're good. Chris, I have a question for you. What's that? What's your spirit animal? Um. An elephant. I just like elephants. Right on. That's all. My daughter's is the honey badger. Oh, it's a good one. <laughs> that is super cute and very specific. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's just she has the essence of a honey badger. Right on. <laughs> it's good to realize that early. Yeah. In life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go study honey badgers now. Uh, you've never seen the honey badger I've video? No. Oh. Oh, is it a thing? Yeah. It's is a, it a TikTok thing? I'm not on no, the TikTok. No, this was like, yeah, this is pre-TikTok. Oh, this okay. is like YouTube. Really? Like, I thought yeah. it was like, or yeah, Ebon's e e world or something. Yeah, yeah, that's oh. probably, it was probably from Ebon's <laughs> like world. Back okay. in the old. I'm old too, world so world. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised. Okay. It's an old table, yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> well, thank you too yes. so much. Thank you, Chris. For thank you, your Chris. Time it's been real. It was great learning about G Leaf. Yes. Um, and I, I think I will try to come out here on the first. You please should. Just to observe the madness. It's going to be wild. Exactly. It's going to be wild. <laughs> it's going to be wild. So please do. Just get in touch and we'll uh, and figure it out. And real quick, where does everyone stay up to date? with everything going on with G-Leaf. Just go to gleaf.com. Again, uh, that's where you're going to find all the information. You can uh, hover over news, the newsletters and all that fun we, stuff. We have right? newsletters. We have an event calendar up on our uh, page that's updated, you know, regularly um, so that you're going to find all of the pop-ups, all of the, uh, you know, community events that were, you know, will be out in, uh, in public. Um, all of the in-store promotions, you know, we do, you know, different games for, you know, March Madness and Easter and Christmas time, all kinds of different promotions. Um, so that's where you're going to find uh, all that kind of uh, pertinent information right on the event calendar on the uh, awesome. website. Speaking of events, we do have um, Pride coming up in Frederick and in Rockville. Yes, so we'll be at both of those events, Frederick and Rockville. And it's uh, this Saturday, the 24th. <laughs> Except it's not this Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah, next Saturday. Next See Saturday, it. the 24th. <laughs> Come say uh, hi to us at the Pride Tables. Come get some free swag. You'll and be down along Carroll Creek. Yep, Carroll right. Creek. And where is it in Rockville? It's right in the Rockville Town Center on okay. Gibbs Street. Really close, like maybe even five minutes from the dispensary um, in Rockville. Heck yeah. So come see us. All right. So once again, thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you, guys. Thank Cheers. you, guys. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening.
Oh my God, that's good. 